coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the beautiful Appleby Business Center Studios. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio with Adam Robison. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Adam Robison, and you have once again landed on Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, the place where Northwest Arkansas comes to hang out, find out what all the good people around them are doing, and just listen to good stories. And folks, we've got a great story for today. He's a resident rocker. He's a resident business owner. He is the owner of George's Majestic Lounge. Brian Crown is in studio today. Brian, say hello to our audience and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hello and appreciate you having me in today. A little, about my, a little bit about myself is I've been in the music business for 35 years. Uh, it's been about 20 years as a musician and last 19 years as a business owner and concert promoter. Wow, that sounds like an incredible job. But as we've been visiting, it sounds like there's a whole lot more work to it than than someone from the outside might see. Um, tell us, how did you, uh, what's your history with George's? How did you come to be the owner of it and all that other good stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, my history with George's is when I came to town in late 89, it was the first there you go. venue that I performed at in George's as a musician, became best friends with the owners at the time, son, Ben Harrison, and he and I became roommates and uh, always kind of had an affinity for the venue. And so I told the Harrisons, if you ever decide to sell it someday, give me a shot. And I was blessed to have a dear friend of mine named Susie Stevens, who was kind of like a second mom and a best friend and a songwriter I'd worked with, who had the financial wherewithal to facilitate the purchase in 04. And so uh, we're 19 years into a three to five year plan. And <laughs> And then in 2011, my wife and I were actually able to buy the business outright, and uh, we're still still cruising, man. Very cool, man. So tell me, in your first days of of going from being a rocker, traveling, playing shows, and now you're a business owner, what was that like? A lot less travel. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. You know, a little a little scary. You know, you you, you jump into the deep end and and hope everything's going to be okay. But you know, it's just a uh, you know, I always tell young musicians, you know, it's called the music business. Mm -hmm. There's two pieces of it. Music is one piece. The business is another piece. Oh, that's good. And, and you know, you just, you have to, you have to, you know, work hard and, and make sure everything is going to go. Very cool. Okay. So um, what were some of the challenges that you faced in the early days of, of getting it going or keeping it going, I guess, because you weren't the first owner. No, we're the fourth owners in 95 years. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm sure everybody's had their different trials and tribulations over the years. But, you know, I think the first couple of years, it was just, you know, first first six months, you know, I like to say, I, I didn't go through a learning curve. I kind of fell off the learning cliff uh, <laughs> of uh, running a, a business in a live music venue. Yeah. You know, it really was just about, you know, you know, reminding people what George's is, what it's been to the community, you know, programming artists that are relevant and that people want to see and, you know, growing the business volume to where, you know, you could actually make a living out of it, you know, and that was just, you know, that was a, that was a little bit of a grind. It's still a grind, but you know, it's, it's a, I've told people for years, my worst day on stage was better than my best day at any day gig I ever had. And, you know, being able to, you know, work for yourself and, and, you know, pay your bills and raise your family is a blessing. So you just, you know, you go, you go to go to work and make it happen. I guess so, man. So George's Majestic Lounge opens in 1927. As you said, you're the fourth owner in 95 years. Is that right? That's correct. So I would imagine there's been some evolution just to keep up with the times. How, how has George's evolved under your watch? George's evolution under mine and my wife day's watch 
has been really that, you know, we focused George's solely on music and events. You know, we, we don't open unless we have a concert or special event and that, which is something that's a little bit unique about us, especially on Dixon street. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, knowing the market, what people are into as far as their tastes of music and stuff like that, uh, you know, that's, that's been an evolution during our time, but you know, music is the one thing that I knew that I felt like, like I brought to the party because of my years of, of performing all over the country. And, you know, I, I always remember paying attention to places around the country that, you know, you like that, you don't like that, you know, you can tell they care about their business because the place is clean, mm -hmm. you know? So I'd like to say when we got George's in 04, we did a, we did a light remodel, uh, just a, a little bit of a, a brand refresh. Okay. Very good. Very good. So I know that I've been to George's for a couple of shows. I have, I have my favorite. I'm wondering what are some of the most memorable shows that, that you can think of that, that you either been a part of or been a part of bringing to this area? Tough question. Cause there's been thousands of shows over the year. Hmm. Uh, you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, I, I don't program what I like. I program hopefully what's going to sell and what the market wants, but you know, a few that have, you know, personally that I've really enjoyed that kind of stand out were many, many years ago when I was able to bring Robert Cray through one of my favorite, you know, singers and blues guitarists and my favorite horn band in the world is a band called Tower of Power out of Oakland, California. And in 06 or 07, I was able to actually bring them to Georgia's and actually hung out that night wow. and hung out with the band. So that was pretty special. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet it was. So uh, I know that that I've got an answer to this just because to me, when you walk into the door of George's, it's a bit unique uh, in the way that, you know, you're faced with the history, you're faced with the decoration of the place. And then you walk back into where the concert venue is. Um, what is what, what do you think makes George's unique? I think the fact that it's been there for 95 years is a little bit unique. Sure. I think the fact that only four people have owned it in 95 years uh, speaks to the owners caring about the, 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 not just the building, but what it is to the community. Mm -hmm. uh, and you definitely nailed it. When you walk in the front room of George's, you get a sense of history. You know, we have, you know, you have a yearbook collection that's largest outside of the university. Is that right? I know of. We go back to 1906 and not, don't have many missing. Um, you get a sense of the history, yeah. you know, from the memorabilia that's on the walls uh, to just uh, uh, it's the front room's got a really cool patina. It sure does. It sure does. And and I just remember first time I walked in, second time I walked in, I just find myself looking around almost to the point that the, the person working the desk has to get my attention because it's just it's so eye catching. It's such an attractive place to walk into. Um, let's talk about uh, the culture of NWA, because I think I think music has a great big part of the culture here. Uh, and it sounds like you've had a little bit to do with that, with the various places that you've uh, not only owned, but work and serve and all that good stuff. So why don't you just speak to the culture of NWA and how music you believe has a part of that? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, I think, I think music is a very important part of Northwest Arkansas, you know, Fayetteville as, as well as Rogers and, and uh, Bentonville. I think Northwest Arkansas it starts with the university. It, 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 it has a real base of as a creative community, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether it's, you know, arts, whether it's, you know, business startups and growth, uh, you know, I think, I think creatives like to be entertained. Sure. And I also think live music is a really important part of, you know, society's overall mental health and well-being. Mm -hmm. you know, during the pandemic when live music was taken away from us, I think a lot of people realized, you know, it, it what an escape it was. Um, 
and I think, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you know, we've seen a huge appetite for, for live music, you know, whether it's at George's or, you know, I program rail yard live in downtown Rogers for the city, you know, doing free concerts every weekend over the summer, you know, to the shows that, you know, I've been, you know, blessed to bring into Walmart amp. It's very cool too. When you look at a live performance in that, there's just sort of a feeling that anything can happen. Anything can be said, anything could be done. And you just, you get to be a part of that, anything happening. Right. And so, like I can I can remember countless shows I went to where my favorite artist sung, uh, you know, maybe they covered a, a Black Hole Sun from Soundgarden or something like that. And you never would have thought you'd hear somebody like that singing. And so it's just kind of witnessing what you normally wouldn't expect to witness, I think is cool, too. Yeah. You know, I said earlier when we were chatting, you know, live music is, you know, you're in the moment. Everybody yeah. that's there, you're in the moment. An artist on stage, you know, they're probably going to do some songs. They surprise you with different songs. Mm -hmm. You know, the banter, the conversation that can happen, the energy. And, you know, one of the things I love about <clears throat> live music still is that, you know, in general, you check your religion, your politics or whatever else at the gate or at the door. And everybody comes into a space for the same reason, to have that great escape from reality and just soak up, you know, a couple hours worth of really, you know, soul serving live music. Yeah, so good. I know. Uh, one of my favorite acts to see, uh, and I don't know if he's been to Georgia's. I don't, I, I don't think so. But uh, Chris Stapleton, probably one of my favorite country artists right now. That dude, I've seen him three times. He comes out to the end of the stage, puts his hat down over his face, and just starts picking his guitar and singing his soul out. And he'll sing for three hours for a, 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 a ticket goer. And I just thought, there, to me, there's nothing in the world like somebody stepping to the front of the stage or to their spot in the stage and expressing themselves through their instrument or through their song. Yeah. Stapleton is a, is a thoroughbred yeah. on, on all levels. Um, and yeah, I, I, I joke and say that Stapleton still plays like he's playing in your living room. He does. He makes you feel that way. Yeah. I had Stapleton booked at George's Did you? and then he won his, he won his first CMA and then the agent was like, Hey, you're going to have to take it, take that offer to the town center at 2000 cap. And then I did that and they said, okay, we're going to have to look at Walmart amp. So in the course of six months of, it went from he was going to play George's wow. to he played him at the Walmart Amp. So, oh, man. Yeah, he's been on a rocket ride and it, had stopped. He has. And uh, I hope that one day he gets to George's because the mystique of that facility with his sound would be incredible. And I'm sure you've got other acts that, that tear it up, too. I know you do. And so uh, that was just one that came to my mind to somebody that I just enjoy receiving music from. Yep. It's yep. so, so good. Um how do you see Georgia's evolving over the future or through the future here? I think Georgia's, I hope, you know, I tell people that during my wife and mine's time as owners, I almost feel like we're, we're the curators of an institution. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, so, you know, I think the evolution is staying true to who we are as far as what we've been to the community. And I think that's, you know, serving folks through live music or hosting different events and, and everything from memorials to weddings to concerts, you know, it's, it's maintaining relevance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, I like to say, if you're not living, you're, you're growing, you're dying, yeah. you know, and it's not about making it bigger or doing more business. I think it's just about maintaining relevance and, and don't be complacent and know that it's okay to, to evolve your servings and programming. Yeah. So uh, when you look back uh, at, through Georgia's, I know that we had talked about you saying that the local music scene uh, has a place at Georgia's for those who seek it out. Uh, talk to me about how Georgia's has, has not only promoted, but supported the local music scene here in Northwest Arkansas. 
Well, we start by, you know, we, we love to, I like to say I'm a music farmer. I'm looking for the next good crop. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, finding new artists, new local artists, you know, uh, if we can help them take their friends and turn them into fans and help them grow their business and their brand, that's one way that we serve by giving them opportunities to play either our small stage or our large stage or being a part of event. And I also think that, you know, George's has been a big reason, especially over the last 20 years of keeping live music top of mind mm. for folks when they're thinking about entertainment options or what they want to, you know, want to do. And I hope, I hope that that helps, you know, uh, you know, keeping it top of mind helps other businesses want to program music as well. Cause it's not always just about, you know, coming to Georgia's to see a show, you know, we want a vibrant music scene in, in Northwest Arkansas. So, you know, whether it's, you know, going to see a free show at Kingfish up the string from me up the street from me on Dixon or, yeah. you know, going to rail yard live in downtown Rogers or, you know, other venues that are hosting music. I think Georgia's has been a big part of, of just, you know, I'll sound like a broken record, no pun intended, but, <laughs> live music top of mind is yeah. an entertainment option. Yeah. 100%. And I loved your, your note about, it's all about maintaining relevance too. And that there's, there's been so many things that have come along in the last, uh, you know, even in the years that you've owned Georgia's, but I'm thinking the 95 years of Georgia's existence, you know, we've had the industrial revolution, we've had the technology reg revolution. Now we've got social media. And so it seems like the, the world is always changing, but then I guess music is constantly changing with the world too. So um, tell me uh, what are some things that you're most proud of when you think back at your time with George's, you and your wife, uh, now that you've owned this place for you. <laughs> I loved how you said you were uh, 20 years into a three to five year plan, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's some of those memories that stand out to you? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm proud that I've been blessed to make a, a living in the music industry for about 35 years. Yeah, it's you, incredible. Know, uh, you know, my wife and I are blessed to, you know, be the folks that are continuing a legacy institution for our community, you know, and, and we've been able to, you know, raise a family doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just, I, I think there's not one thing I can put my hand on, but you know, I'll, when I say George's is a community venue, it's really genuine. You know, people share their good times. They share their sad times. It's, it's amazing how many people want to have a memorial service at George's mm -hmm. for somebody because they have these memories there. Wow. So, you know, I think keeping George's, I had somebody come through years ago. I was out doing something on the front of the business. And this lady said, I think she went to school here in the forties or fifties. And she goes, you know, I come back to Fayetteville and everything's changing, but George's is always here. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm, we're working real hard to keep it that way. Yeah. That's way cool. Now you say that George's does have a 45 year tradition of a happy hour concert. Now that was something new. Go ahead and share that with our listeners. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, when I first came to town, everybody said, you know, you went to happy hour at George's and it's not a traditional happy hour of going to get cheap drinks but every friday you know when i first started playing you'd play from five to six and come back and play late and when we got the the place in 04 we took some of the older bands that uh, fans were getting older and we've made the happy hour concert a six to eight concert slot and folks can come out and enjoy it and then for 45 years plus to my knowledge it's it's happened almost every friday that's awesome and you know you've got some regulars and you got new folks that come to it but it's a really neat tradition you know you can come in for eight bucks for a ticket and get a couple hours of music and it's uh, always quality stuff and something you can dance to or just sit back and you know 
sip a sip a beverage and, yeah. and enjoy listening to. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I, I I didn't know that was even a choice. And so that's one of the things I love about doing Northwest Arkansas Business Radio is I'm learning so much about our culture and some of the things that are available here. And that's definitely something that's going to make my list because uh, I love George's and the fact that you could go from six to eight and enjoy uh, some good music uh, sounds like a great idea to me. I'm a bit of an old guy. I'm not staying up till one in the morning anymore. Uh, but uh, six to eight sounds real good. <laughs> six to eight, you can get dinner and be home in bed by 10 o'clock. Come man. on. That's it's my kind good. of day, right? Yeah. And I'm married to an elementary teacher, so those are our hours, right? So that works out pretty well. Uh, let's see. As we look into the next year or so of George's, what can we look forward to headed our way? Uh, you're going to see some familiar bands that generally come through once a year with us. You're going to see some new bands. It's it's uh, it's really it's just about watching the calendar to see what's coming up. You know, so uh, like I said earlier, as a music farmer, I'm looking for new bands all, all the time to introduce to the market. Mm-hmm. But it's really just going to be, you know, more of the same, if you will. Mm-hmm. But, but some familiar names and some new names. But one thing I always say is you, you may not like the genre of music that's on my stage, but I can guarantee it's going to be quality. That's good, man. And that's all that really matters to me. I don't know about anybody else, but you know, when I go into a show and I realize that person is working their tail off to deliver something to me, that feels real special. You know, there's, there's an exchange there that occurs. And, um, and I just appreciate getting to go to George's to be a part of that. Um, let's talk about George's involvement with the community because as a, as a business of 95 years, I'm sure that George's has become a bit of a partner with the community that it's in and serves. Um, how, how do you interact with, with some community partners? Well, uh, we interact with the Fayetteville Parks Department as a, as a, as a media sponsor for the Gully Park Concert Series. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, we have an extensive uh, social media reach. Mm-hmm. You know, we have about 70,000 emails from previous ticket buyers. Wow. So for a little business, we got a pretty, a pretty big reach when it comes to spreading the word. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we do things like that, working with the, uh, you know, the city of Fayetteville Parks. Um, we host all kinds of events, sure. you know, whether it's a small corporate deal, if it's a charity fundraiser, if it's a memorial, if it's a wedding reception, graduation parties, you know, there's George's is a kind of a go-to that people know and they can go and they can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Uh, last question I've got, uh, other than you just getting to tell a little bit about your uh, socials and whatnot and how people can follow George's journey along the way. Um, let's talk about legacy because like you said, 20 years into a three to five year plan, uh, things didn't go as planned. You've stayed with this. You're working, you're, you're working, you're passionate about your work. That's very clear after talking with you for a while. Um, what legacy do you hope to leave George's majestic lounge? That's a big question. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's asked me about legacy. Uh, you know, the legacy is for it to still be there. You mm, know, okay. You know, someday when either I'm not here anymore or, uh, you know, we don't own it. Uh, I don't see that really envisioning, but it's, uh, I think the legacy is that, you know, it's, it's been consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stayed relevant. And when you can go through all the decades that you talk about and maintain relevance in your community, it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, when we had to close down because of the pandemic, it was just, you know, heartbreaking for lots of reasons, but you know, for morale, I had this window treatment put up that we put up and said, what, you know, George's has been here for 90 years and here's what we've been through, you know, Mm. uh, you know, 
the stock market crash, the Great Depression, Prohibition, you know, World War II, the Korean War, desegregation, wow. Vietnam, you know, the Great Recession of 2008. Uh, you know, you think about those things and you saw it all in this window in front of you. And and I think that, you know, that's the legacy of Georgia's. Sure. Is whoever owned it figured out how to roll with it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just and, and you and you keep it going and you, and you don't deviate from really what you think your core is and what you, what your place is in the community and the business community, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, long answering rambling question that may not be the answer. No, I love it, man. You're doing is, great. Is, you know, I, I think legacy is, you know, be, be okay with who you are and what you mean to the community and, and, know how to maintain relevance yeah well you know and it's interesting because what you just said i think describes the culture inside of georgia's right being true to who you are um and it was interesting because in the events i've attended at georgia's uh you had all sorts of different people you had you had people with different colors of skin people with different languages people with different likes and drinks and 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 we all found a way to enter into this place and and just have a great time enjoying a live show on stage uh, very similar to what you said, checking all your differences at the door, but, but that's really what happens. And I think that if that is part of George's legacy, that's a great big deal too. Yeah. I'm glad that you, you wove that into the, into the answer there. You know, I flash back to my first time on stage at George's when you were just talking about that, I was invited to sit in with a band called Los Pejos Viejos. Wow. Uh, and I played a Friday happy hour. I remember walking through the old stage, the old back door, and it was open air back then. And I just, I'd spent a year in Pensacola working, playing music up and down the panhandle. I grew up in Fort Smith and I walked onto that stage and I saw like 300 people out there and the diversity struck me still. Yeah. It was like, okay, there's college kids. There's some hippies. There's some professors. So I yeah. think that's Don Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's Mr. Bill Mandrell that founded the new school. Wow. And, and, and it was like in all ages. Mm-hmm. And that's what I and still it, it, I still remember that. Yeah. Graphically. Yeah. And it's one thing that still strikes me is that you can stand next to somebody at a concert and you don't you don't feel a difference in age. You don't mm -hmm. you don't you know, you check your differences at the door. And George's has definitely had a rich history of, of being a welcoming venue for anybody from all walks of life. Yeah. My only rule is you got to be nice when you're in the building. There you go. I think that's a great rule, right? I think uh, my wife who teaches uh, uh, grade school up in Eureka Springs, she always says, you know, rule number one in my class, be kind. Rule number two, see number one, right? Yeah. And so I think if we live by that mantra of just being kind to others, it, it's amazing the, the relationships that we can form, the appreciation for other cultures and languages. Uh, it really is kind of a beautiful place that we get to take part in, and it all converges at George's Majestic Lounge. And, and I appreciate that. As, as a consumer to the owner, I appreciate the fact that there's a place like that in Fayetteville that we can take part in. Well, I appreciate you saying that, you know, I'm, I'm a consumer too. So, yeah. you know, it's uh, I like that C rule number one. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> pretty awesome. good. Right. So I know that you're short on time. You've got business to take care of. So Brian, go ahead and tell our audience how they can learn more about you and follow what's going on at George's. Well, I don't think they need to learn anything more about me because it's not <laughs> about me, but, uh, uh, you know, if you if you if you're interested in what's happening at George's, you know, you can go to georgeslive.com. Okay. You know, our calendar is always up to date. Uh, my wife, who's my partner and social and marketing manager, she could tell you all of our hashtags and everything else. But I mean, you can you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you know, Facebook, uh, 
but georgeslive.com is a great place to go to, uh, to get, we keep everything there. Excellent. Excellent. Well, folks, it has been my honor and privilege to have a conversation today with Brian Crown, who is the fourth and current owner at George's Majestic Lounge. It has been an interesting conversation. I know that uh, if I've enjoyed it, you probably have too. So get on out to George's for that five o'clock happy hour. Get on out to George's for their next show, because as Brian and said, no matter who they are, no matter what genre it is, they're going to give you a show that you won't forget, and I promise you won't regret it. Brian, thank you so much for your time. On behalf of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, again, my name is Adam Robinson, and we will see you next time. 